Hello, geeks. I'm Princess Weeks. And I'm Tessa Netting. And you are listening to The Geek Podcast, your weekly energy boost of the world's fandoms and stories you love. Each week, we're going to skim the surface of what's popular in geek culture, then deep dive into the lore of Netflix worlds bigger than our own. Today's world, you know it, you love it, you've seen it by now, or you're in the (laughs) wrong place. We are finishing up our conversation about Stranger Things 4, Volume 2. Oh boy, it is time to hear all of the theories, all of my thoughts, and I just want more and more Stranger Things all the time, always, so I'm sad that this is coming to an end. I agree. Like, I got totally hooked on this season. It revived my love of the show, and I cannot wait for the series finale season. But before we cry about that, Tessa, what's got you beat this week? Well, for me... I sort of freaked out when I found out that the Duffer Brothers had this huge announcement. They're forming uh, Upside Down Pictures, which is a new production company, and they're going to develop all of these new projects with Netflix. And so they gave a little sneak peek at a few of the projects currently in development. There was a um, live-action Death Note. Which I'm like, again? (laughs) All right. Bold, bold choice. It was such a bold choice for the first thing. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So that like. (laughs) Choosing, choosing chaos, like right off the bat. It's like, you know what? It's ballsy. You know what I mean? I was like, you know what? I respect it. The next was an original series from creators Jeffrey Adise and Will Matthews, who created um, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. So some Uh sort of new series. And then uh, a series adaptation of Stephen King and Peter Straub's The Talisman to be uh, created by Curtis Gwynn. And did you catch that? Uh, Lucas was reading that to Max at the end of Stranger Things. (laughs) I was like, look at them promoting themselves. Just so cross-referencing. You love to see it. I love it. I love it. And then um, the one that people are most excited about is a live-action Stranger Things spinoff series based on an original idea by the Duffer Brothers. So... I don't know if that's going to involve, like, the same characters or if it's just going to be in the same universe or I— That's so exciting. But it means that we're still doing some sort of Stranger Things stuff, either in Hawkins or with that lore. So that's why we need more lore. Give us more lore, please. All the lore. Um, And then uh, the announcement that had me the most excited— which is a new stage play set within the world and mythology of Stranger Things produced by um, Stephen Daldry. And oh, and he's directing it as well. And um, Stephen Daldry, he produced The Crown, The Reader, and Billy Elliot. So, <laughs> oh my God. And who was in Billy Yay! Elliot? 
It was, this was just for me personally. This announcement was just, just for me because I. And that's okay. <laughs> so, you know. You're worth thank it. Thank you, princess, because I was so excited about this. This man, Stephen Daldry, um, he is one of the nicest uh, directors that I've ever worked with. He is a sweetheart, but the most important thing about him and that I noticed working with him is he works so so well with children like he can just get these incredible like emotional reactions from them like he treats them he doesn't treat them like children he treats them like actors like they have full minds because they do because these these children exactly. are working the same job that the adults are so um i think that goes a long way and if they are going to be having either a new group of kids or the same group of kids or some sort of thing i just know that it's going to be done right because I know that he just is so good at making things look amazing on stage and so good at working with children. So I'm like, yes, 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 yes. It made me so happy. So that's what's got me geeked. Princess, what about you? Well, first of all, I want to say, because at the time that we're recording this, I want to say RIP to the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! He just passed away oh, I didn't hear um, that. today. And Yu-Gi-Oh! was such a huge part of my childhood. Um, it got me geeked a lot growing up. I had a dual disc. I played with my older sister. It was one of the first anime. I'm, I'm pronouncing it that way to be dumb. <laughs> but I, I, it was one of the first animes that I watched with my sister in English and Japanese. So it has a very warm place in my heart. So rest in peace to him. Um, but I also have just been enjoying playing a lot of video games. I've been playing The Quarry because it's giving me Stranger Things mm. Camp Edition. Mm -hmm. And I've been watching a show that actually airs today, the day of our this gets released, which is Resident <gasps> Evil. I've been really enjoying it. I really love the actress who's in it. And I am... Just having a good time watching zombies eating people, and I'm gonna go see Thor tomorrow. Uh, so Ooh. it's supposed to be gay. We'll see, Disney. <laughs> we'll see about You're like, that. Like, how gay is this? I'm like, liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> do not trust. Do you think that if they like, since the guy who did Billy Elliot's involved in that stage, do you think maybe Tom Holland might get Stranger Things? <laughs> I didn't even think about that but it could I mean anything is possible at this point I don't even know what the play's about I, I don't know if it's a musical if it's just a play play if they are recreating like the first season or taking bits from the show or if they're doing a completely new uh characters in Hawkins, outside of Hawkins. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know the details about it. Um, but hey, if Tom Holland wants to, I'm sure. I mean, iconic child, iconic child and forever kid. Uh, he could definitely pull it off. He might be a little busy. <laughs> that is true. He does be booked and busy. But yeah, those are the things that have gotten us so geek this week. And... Now we get to pivot back to talking about our favorite subject, Stranger Things. Princess, okay, I have to mention one more thing. Do it. The thing that's got me geeked this week that also involves Stranger Things is this Eddie Munson is a vampire theory that's going around TikTok oh, right now. Oh, man, yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. And he he fits in perfectly with the monsters. So I'm like, please just right? copy and paste. 
I am down. They're like, listen, he's going to become Cass. He's going to become a vampire. He's going to like wield a sword. I'm like, hey, I'm down. Why not? We don't know what's happening. Let's do it. And also Metallica loves him playing the guitar. So I think if you, I can't imagine being like an actor and having one of the best metal bands of all time being like, good job, lad. (laughs) All right, princess, it is time for those strange, strange things. Uh, I love strange things. (laughs) (laughs) Before we get into our discussion, we're going to play a little game. I we should play this game because they played this at Geek Week. So I was like, we should play this too. We're going to play Kiss, Mary Kill with some Stranger Things characters. And we're just going to see how it happens, who we're going to kiss, who we're going to marry, and who we're going to kill. So. All right. First up, we got, this one's hard. This is actually the hardest one. We have Eddie. Oh, gosh. Robin and Steve. <laughs> You can't put all tens in the same I place. I know. This is the hardest one. <laughs> you this can't is put all tens. <laughs> God. Because if I kill Robin, then all of a sudden I'm homophobic. And no, then how am I no, supposed to kill no. Steve? That's Dustin's dad. And Eddie's already dead. And I don't want to see him die again. You know what? Yeah. We'll just. It's tough. Uh, all right. I am going to. Kiss Robin because she's she's a lesbian mm-hmm. um, and she deserves love. I am going to marry Steve and kill Eddie because Eddie's already <laughs> dead. So <laughs> again, ripped off that bandaid. <laughs> so much more. Brutally murdered again. Uh, I guess I uh, I hate this. I hate this so much, but I guess I'm going to kill Robin because I can't I knew kill. I you were going to kill a Robin. I can't kill Steve or Eddie. They're my favorite characters. And I love Robin, but like I'm Robin. Like people say that I look like her. So it's like there can't be two of us. So one of <laughs> us is going to die. <laughs> it's me or her. <laughs> okay. So yes, I'm going to murder her. Unfortunately, I'm going to marry Steve and I'm making out with Eddie in the Upside Down. I will save Amazing. him from Upside the Down. <laughs> I'll, I'll make out with him right before he dies. Just the worst. Amazing. Just tongue kissing to the apocalypse. Exactly. Okay, next up we have Jonathan, Nancy, <clears throat> and Argyle. <laughs> oh man, can I kill two people? I mean, like, I'm honestly, like, this is it's gonna like, be difficult for Princess for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, I really want Jonathan to go. So it's like, I feel bad, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill Jonathan because he very much annoyed me all this season. I mean, you guys, have except been when he was nice to Will. Yeah, that yes. one. Except that one when time. he was nice to Will. That's the only thing good he's done. I think I'll kiss Argyle. And then again, I guess I'm going to have to marry Nancy because, you know, she's the only one who's allowed to have Second Amendment rights. So I need to be with the girl with the gun. So That's I'm choosing <laughs> Nancy. What about you? Are you? We all know you're going to kill off Nancy. So let's just get that no, out of the way. No, I want to marry Nancy too. I'm telling you, oh Princess. My God, I, 
We're gonna I have be turned wives? around. We're all going to be wives together. I've turned around Amazing. on Nancy. These last two episodes really sold me on her because I just... The problem was that I was, like, putting Nancy in between these this love triangle and that's how I saw her for so long and the love triangle just always annoyed me because to me it just wasn't Mm -hmm. like I didn't believe it enough so I'm like why are you making me try to care about this so that's what made me really not like her but honestly like her being with Robin her sort of like having that dynamic and I loved how she's progressed in this season and I really really like her character now it's wild to me it's like Steve it's like I didn't like Steve and then I loved Steve so now I'm loving Nancy. So I'm marrying Nancy for sure. I think I'm going to kill Jonathan too. I <laughs> I feel bad. We like hate Jonathan so much. But listen, listen, we like him when it's he... It's not personal. When he's a good brother and when he's there yeah. for Will. It's just this season turned him into this like stoner bro. And I wasn't about it. So, okay. Next up, we got two more couplings. We got the Here daddies. So we have (laughs) all three Stranger Things daddies, Vecna, Hopper, and Papa. (laughs) Well, Papa's going right in the trash, so we're killing him off instantaneously. Agree. Um, I think this... I think this might be very similar to yours, but I'm going to marry Vecna and kiss Hopper. I, you know. Oh, interesting. I really just want to be the queen of mean. I want to rule the upside down with Vecna. It's a power move. I'm going to be stirring my way to the underworld top. And so... So yeah, I'm gonna do it my way, and then I'll, I'll still make out with Hopper. He's got a good beard. I wanna, I wanna know what that feels like. What all that Russian stubble feels like on my face? That'll be fun. Bef- I, before he goes to the superior choice of Winona, <laughs> I, right? That's or the superior choice of me because I think I want to also. I think I want to marry Hopper. He's such a dad. I can't, like, I love, listen, I love Vecna. You've been thirsting after him forever, too. It's true. So you love Hopper consistently. I have, for seasons on end. And Vecna is a new (laughs) fling. He's a new love. And again, he's someone, I just want to make out with someone in the Upside Down, and I want him to tie me up in his tentacles. So it's like, that, to me, is not a marriage. That is more just like... And you would know. <laughs> that is a hot <laughs> fling that I that I don't want to like... You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I want this hot, sexy moment, but then I want to you be want, married you, to Hopper. <laughs> you want you want a hot Vecna summer and then yes. you want a nice Hopper autumn. <laughs> Understood. Yes. I'm picking up what you're putting down, girl. No shame. <laughs> But Queen of the Underworld, man, that is, that's the way to go, honestly. Also, like, I feel the mind flare would be, like, all towards you. You know what I'm saying? Because if you marry Vecna, then it's going to be serving you in all the best ways. Yeah, I'm really going to be working on getting everything together. We're not going to steal kids anymore. No more abusing little babies. (laughs) You're turning things around. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna girl boss gatekeep the upside down. I'm like, you know, we're we're putting in new policies now. We're gonna have, you know, daycare, all of the essentials. And, God bless. You know, we we can rule the underworld softly. You know, <laughs> soft power. Oh my god, that's amazing. 
<laughs> Hilarious. Okay, and then lastly, we got the baddies. We have the demodogs, the demo bats, and the demogorgon. So I think I'm gonna kill the the bats the, mm. because I don't like bats. They freak me out. I'm not Batman. Mm-hmm. I will Well, actually you are Batman then, because Batman doesn't like bats. <laughs> I feel like Batman appreciates the bat, you know? <laughs> Probably eventually. I think he's got enough exposure therapy that if he didn't like them before, he loves them now. <laughs> he comes um, around to them. <laughs> right? He's like, we can have a relationship. <laughs> I think I want to kiss the Demogorgon. That seems like it would be mm. interesting. I feel like it'd be a very, like, all-encompassing experience. So, you know, just having that much suction <laughs> on my face. And I, I mean, I've had bad kissers who do a lot of suction, but I feel like the Demogorgon could do it in, like, a thoughtful way. Maybe. Um, and then I'll marry the Demodogs. I'm also going to kill the bats because I'm pissed at them about how they killed Eddie. And bit Steve yes. all over. Like, yes. Oh, my gosh. Bit Steve way too much in the fact that I was stressed out multiple times. And I'm like, okay, so stressed. enough. So they got to go. I'm pissed at them. The Demodogs were sweet. Like, they were kind of nice. Remember when, like, that one became friends with Dustin or whatever? Oh, so, yeah. Um, he named him after one of the Three Musketeers. I think the Dart, A-1. I think I'll kiss the little Demodogs on their little heads. <laughs> Demo, on their Demobrows. On their Demobrows. And I'm going to marry the Demogorgon because that's the Bold. OG baddie. You know, mm-hmm. he was the first villain. And actually, I remember in season one, I got scared of the Demogorgon. So I'm down to... Marry this exposure this therapy that yes. yeah <laughs> exactly and also you it's humanoid me. I want to know more it's, yes <laughs> yes tell me everything let's get over this together we can go in yeah. therapy love the right. Bulbasaur like into it making <laughs> up with Bulbasaur <laughs> I'm dead. All right, so that was a lovely game that I think tells us a lot about each other, about who we would kiss, marry, and kill. But now we are going to do another game that's a little bit more musical. Right, Tessa? (gasps) Yes! I'm excited for this. Okay, this is... We're making a mixtape for Vecna, okay? For all yeah. of these characters that we didn't get to find out what their favorite songs are that would save them from Vecna. So we are going to decide what songs, what 80s song would save each character from Vecna's curse. Madonna, Blondie, Bowie, Beatles, music! We need music! This is music! And I'm going to put it out there that when I was thinking of songs, I wasn't thinking of, like, the exact 80s, like, years. So if my years are messed up, please don't come for me. But I was thinking in the 80s realm. But I wasn't like, oh, this is 87, so this can't be a song that they can use. I I wasn't thinking like that, so I apologize. And I did. So it's like one of the... (laughs) I was like under like, like, no, can't use that one. (laughs) Ah, princess, you're so, so, so smart. So smart. You did it the right way. I leaned into my Ravenclaw this one time. Yes, that's good. We love that. Okay. (laughs) So what, where, who do you want to start with? Where where should we start? Well, how about I just go through what I picked and then you can tell me what your picks were. I'm done. All right. So I started off with my least favorite, Jonathan, (laughs) 
for Jonathan, I put Could You Be Loved by Bob Marley and the Wailers. Uh, because I feel like he's in his white boy listening to reggae phase right now. <laughs> yes. And I think that that song is both appropriate for his pastime hobby of getting high, but also dealing with all of his emotional romantic angst about Nancy and if he deserves her and all that bullshit. Mm. For Jonathan, I chose Teenage Wasteland, like Baba O'Reilly by The Who, <laughs> just because it reminded me of how he is wasting his teen years. <laughs> he is Teenage the wasteland. wasteland. Also, I thought some like Smith song, because isn't he into the Smiths? Isn't that like canon? I feel like that was canon or something. So probably. I don't know. He's a boy. He's he's <laughs> a boy in the 80s. So Sam Smith song, Teenage Wasteland. That those were my thoughts. Okay, next. All right. So the next one I did, because I just randomly just thought of characters' names and I did it. Uh so with Erica, I put mm-hmm. another one bites the dust by <gasps> Queen. I feel like that's what she listens to when she gets ready to, like, destroy people for her campaigns. Like, I just think that she's so cool like that and she would listen to Queen and that would be her, like, her jam to pump herself up before a campaign. That is so wild because... I thought of that song for Steve because it literally... Oh, well! (laughs) Yeah, I thought of the same song because at the beginning it goes, Steve walks merrily down the street with his brim pulled way down low. And I was like, oh my God, it fits perfectly. (laughs) It's Steve. And I could just see him like batting like things to the... Another one bites the The dust. dust. But I could see how that could 100% work for Erica. And I also have other songs for Steve. But what I thought of for Erica was, We're the kids in America. We're the kids in America. Because, you know, you can't have America without Erica. Just the facts. So those are my thoughts. Just the facts. (laughs) I love her. She's the best. I love her so much. Well, then let's, I'll pivot to Steve. So I had a weird choice for Steve. What did you pick? So for him, I picked after. By Toto. I made it popular. All right. Wait, that's good. <laughs> I think that's good. Because he's not into rock. He doesn't know who Ozzy is. He's a dork. And like Toto is like that dorky song. I can see him thinking he's so deep and like, it's such a beautiful song, you know, just like him doing gelling his hair, like, and in the rain tonight. Like I can just see it's him. Perfect, just Princess. Jamming it's to perfect. that. Yeah. Do you know that's the song that was playing that well that they played in the show when he and Nancy like first kissed? Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh man. I I forgot about that. So it has so many meanings. It has right, so many. It. it has so many meanings. So I think you really nailed that one. I think that's pretty perfect. <laughs> um, another mm-hmm. one I thought of for Steve was Danger Zone. Mm. Highway to the danger zone because he's just been driving all the time with the sunglasses and the cool hair and all that. Also, somebody to love was just one that I mm-hmm. thought because I'm oh, like yeah. this boy cannot find somebody to love. He just wants- that's a good Will song too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honestly, yes. I think you're right. I think it is more of a Will song because I think Eddie could. I mean Eddie. I think that Steve could have the love, but he doesn't open himself up to it because he's just obsessed Mm -hmm. with Nancy, so... Exactly. You know, it's not like Steve can't pull, because that man could. (laughs) (laughs) He he absolutely could. It's like, you you said you could, but did you ask if why? Like, why can't you pull, Steve? Uh, For Will, I did 
a double. I did it a two thing for Will. I put "You Make My Dreams Come True" by oh, Holland Oates. Stop it! That's so cute. And "Dancing with Myself" by Billy Idol. <laughs> Princess, stop! It's so sad. Oh <laughs> uh, no! Uh, I mean, it's perfect, but it's sad. <laughs> this little sad boy, I can't. Uh, I just chose the obvious choice for him. Should I stay or should I go? Which is what Ooh. he listened to in the first season when he was in the Upside Down. Like, remember when he was, like, saying mm-hmm. it to himself over and over? Um, but I-, I like that. You- I like your answers because mine's obvious and yours is more thought out. And I think it's very fitting. <laughs> so. They are they are equally good and I love them. I actually should I stay or should I go is what I put for eleven. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that because her whole thing is it, <laughs> theory? Uh. <laughs> but her whole thing is about like you know her stuff with like staying with Will and being a hero and like mm. what is her real path and I'm just like. Should I stay or should I go to? No, 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 no. I, uh, for Eleven, thought of two things. The first one that I thought of was Material Girl, mm. that Madonna song, when she and Max, like, went shopping and it seemed like she was happy for the first time in her life. <laughs> yeah. Like, actually was, like, having fun and not stressed. Because it's like she had happy moments with Mike, but, like, that was, like, the first moment where she was really carefree and able to, like, be herself um, outside of her powers, Mm -hmm. it seemed like. Uh, So I thought of that. And then another song that I thought of was Heroes by David Bowie. Uh, Mm. Just because they've played that. They've played, like, the Peter Gabriel version of that song a couple times now in Stranger Things. I think that that song is going to be the final song, like the ultimate final moment. So I just want that to happen. So I'm just putting, I'm manifesting it so that it can be the final song. (laughs) No, I I love that. So for Nancy, no, not for Nancy, for Robin. Okay. I put I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts because she's a baby lesbian. And there's no way you can be a baby lesbian and not love Joan Jett. Mm. So it's like, even if she doesn't love that song, she just loves hearing Joan Jett sing it. Like, I just feel like she's just like, that's her girl crush. That's the who she wants to be. And yeah, as soon as I, I was thinking about this, I'm like, oh yeah, Joan Jett, a thousand percent. My choice was also because she was gay. I thought of Edge of Seventeen. Um, because I was like, oh, bitch, you gotta love Stevie Nicks. <laughs> like, right? And another one I thought of was Cherry Bomb. I thought that would also be a good song Me too! Song yeah, for I thought her. of that as well. You know? Cherry Bomb! I can just see her, like, rocking out to that song, personally. Absolutely. But all these are I think that's a good song. Yes. No, we are, we're really, we're really killing it. We are. We know. So I was looking, let me see. Let's go to Nancy, actually. Okay. So I put Faithfully by Journey. Oh my gosh! Um, I love that song. (laughs) I love that song. And I also just think of it as like, she isn't a longing person, but like, I think that she's very like, sweet and kind. I think that Mm. Nancy doesn't get to be soft enough. True. So I could just kind of like how Max's song is so different from like her aesthetic, you know, like Max has like this very like tough girl aesthetic, but her song is like this old soft ballad. I feel like Nancy's also someone who is just very hardened on the outside, but inside she just wants to be true to like the girl that she is. And I was like, 
That's Faithfully. So that, that was why I picked that song for her. That's so sweet. I love that. My my answer for Nancy was very, <laughs> it was not that deep. I I just chose uh, Take My Breath Away because oh, she had that Tom Cruise poster up in her, in her oh, room. And I'm like, oh, this bitch is going to love that song. <laughs> and it just, I don't know, it just reminded me of her and like that romantic moment. Like I could see her just being like, oh, it's so romantic. And like really being into that. I also oh, thought I love of that. Love is a Battlefield. I thought that would be a good one too. Mm, that's a good one. Love is I a love Battlefield. That. I love 80s music. It's so good. I agree. Like I, I think it's so fun. And like that's why making this playlist was so fun to do. Because I was like, oh, right, that song is fire. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> so the next person I have, we only have, I think, Mike and Dustin left after that. And is, Lucas. Um, so And Lucas, yeah. So I have Lucas now. And... Even though I know it's problematic now, but at the time they wouldn't have known Thriller by Michael God. Jackson. Ah. I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, like Michael Jackson was the superhero of, <gasps> oh, the, of that Michael era. Jackson. Like, he was, yeah, he was like the, the artist of the time, and he's dead, so it's like you know, whatever. But it's like I, I think Lucas absolutely loves Thriller, and I said my, my that's like kind of my, my like pop culture song, but my thoughtful choice was Iron Man by Black Sabbath because I think of it as like how he has to put on this persona, this false suit of armor when he's on the basketball team with all these fucking mean jocks and how he has to pretend to be one kind of person when he's not. So I was like, oh yeah, we'll just put a little Sabbath in there. So yeah, those are my picks for Lucas. That's, those are good. I I also chose a Michael Jackson song, which is, but I chose an earlier one. I chose I Want You Back. Oh, baby, give oh, me one more chance. Because I'm like, oh, he is simping over oh, Max. Oh, he wants Max. Yeah. I know. I love them so much. For Mike. <laughs> oh, no. I put Uptown Girl because I think that, <laughs> because wow, he just, that. you know, 11, this is Uptown Girl. And, you know, she's been living in a lonely world. I chose Every Breath You Take, which is the song that was playing <laughs> when he kissed Eleven at prom. And I think that oh to him, gosh. that would be like That's the ultimate song. thing in his brain. Yeah, exactly. Because he's already mm-hmm. proposing to this girl. So obviously that's their Dude, song. <laughs> I loved you forever. I'm like, Michael. <laughs> I know. Men need to step it up. <laughs> Please. Right? This this child is is doing you doing you over. Yes. And last and my probably my most controversial pick is I for, put for Dustin, I put Super Freak by Rick James. <laughs> because I think that what? Dustin is a I just he's a big goober <laughs> and I just thought it was Princess funny. And so that's hilarious. What about never ending story, princess? Oh man! Come on! Come on! I have to give it to my co-host again. She, she, that is definitely on his mixtape. But everyone groans like when that (laughs) plays. It's like ah! Oh, definitely for sure. And it has to be the version that they sang. Like they had to have done a recording of it. (laughs) That he yes. has on tape already. 100%. Definitely. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so funny. That's perfect. That would definitely be yes. it. Love oh my gosh. that. What? Love that. And the, the adults don't get any because they don't matter. <laughs> 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 they don't have time to listen to the radio Sorry. in Soviet Russia. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Protect guys. Protect your kids better and then you can have music. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> 
Let's speaking of that. protecting these kids and everybody, let's talk about some of our faves for season four and our overall thoughts. Woo! All right. Well, my overall thoughts for season four, I just got to say that Stranger Things really came through this season and solidified itself yet again as one of the best television shows of all time. I'm just going to say that because I am so impressed at how everything is tied together, how even when there's been a couple things that don't make sense, they try to make it work. It's like there's effort there. I just, I've just been so burned by shows that have built up over the seasons and then disappointed me at the end. They couldn't stick the landing. And not only shows, movies, franchises, franchises, many things have disappointed me. And right now it looks like Stranger Things is just going right in. And I feel in my heart that it's going to stick the landing like next season. And that just makes me so happy. And it's like they're ending it. It's like, okay, this is the ending. This is what we're thinking. They're thinking through it. I want people to think through this stuff. I don't understand how people don't. And it's making me upset. So this is, that's why I'm very happy. No, I I agree. I think that, you know, there's been a lot of discussion about like how long Stranger Things should have lasted or like if it would have been a one season show. And while that first season was, absolutely excellent. I am glad that we've gotten to see these characters evolve and change. And I I think it's going to stick the landing. I'm hoping it does because I really felt like this this season really brought back what makes the show so good mm-hmm. and what makes it so emotional for so many people. So I definitely loved this season and right. I definitely feel like it is it is the, the Stranger Things that I missed, mm-hmm. and I'm glad it's back. This was a make-or-break season. They really did nail it. I think that Vecna's whole storyline was one of the best things that Stranger Things has ever done. It's time for your suffering to end. This is how you show a villain's backstory. Like, it was so interesting. And also, like, the twist of Vecna, like, not only being one. Because, like, I I feel like people could pick up on that. But then him also being Henry Creel. Like, oh, my goodness. Right. Chef's kiss. Yeah. It was really well done. And I think that the villain makes the story. And for Vecna to be so well integrated into just not just... L. Evans' backstory, but also the backstory of Hawkins is so important because it's like, that's why this area is that nexus. You know, like he Mm -hmm. is the thing that drew that darkness to Hawkins. And I think that is an important thing that the town is also, you know, a character in this story. For sure. Definitely. I mean, we'll see what happens next season because things have gone upside down so to speak. Bouncing off the ceiling. Actually. (laughs) Um, Do you want to get into some of our favorite things this season? Some of our faves? Sure. Let's talk about our faves. So there's favorite characters, of course. And I know it's like we all love Eddie. But besides Eddie, (laughs) I would say that my favorite characters this season were Max. I love Max. I felt like her whole story was really good. And I also really loved Nancy. I, you know, like Mm. this was a very good Nancy season. I agree. And, and I think it was finally a return to form of having Nancy be with somebody interesting. It was nice to see Nancy again with somebody, you know, who could challenge her and not just, you know, follow her around like a lap dog. So love that for me. There should love be a ticker on this podcast for how many times Princess takes down Jonathan. 
<laughs> because it's not my fault. Um, <laughs> he did it. He makes me do it. Um, but yeah, I, I really think Nancy Shine. What about you? Who are your favorite characters this season? So my favorite character of all time is Steve uh, for Stranger Things. And, it, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't disappoint me this season. He was still great. Still loved his character. Still loved the interaction that he had with the kids. I actually really did like him with Nancy. It came around for me because, again, I got pissed with the love triangle stuff. I'm like, if you want this to happen, let's just do it. Like, stop doing this weird thing. So I hope that they end that, honestly, next season because I'm just over it. I'm just so over it. But I loved Eddie. I loved Steve. But my favorite, like, performances, like, acting performances of the season were, like, Max, for sure. I think she really stepped it up. Like, damn, she got Mm -hmm. so many monologues. Like, I knew. I was like, oh, this bitch is definitely going to die because she has so many monologues. She's acting, you know? (laughs) Exactly. But she nailed it, though. Like, it seemed really, like, that's hard to do. That's a hard thing to do. And she really committed to it. And I was really impressed by her. So those are my faves. What would be, you think, your favorite episode of this season? Ooh, That's difficult. I think for me, I mean, the final episode was very epic and I really liked the epic culmination moment. But as a full Mm -hmm. episode, I think Dear Billy was my favorite just because of Mm. the mystery of it, them trying to like figure it out before time ran out and then like it happening and then that epic like slow-mo run at the end. And I was honestly like worried that Max was going to die. Like it was high stakes and also high emotions and like the friendship montage. Like, I I cried at the end of that episode. I really loved that episode. So I would say Dear Billy was my favorite. What about you? I think that's a good episode. I think I I was looking through my notes. Episode 7, The Massacre at Hawkins Lab. Because Mm. that's where we get all of the backstory for Eleven. Yeah. The reveal. Yeah. We get to see them in the upside down using the Morse code to communicate. Those creepy kids get murked by (laughs) Zero, which is what they deserve. You know, just uh, that's the episode where we find out that Henry is Vecna and there's Vecna. And also we see Barb because Nancy falls somewhere separately from everybody else. And I just thought that episode was just all tension, all giving Stephen King E.T. realness. So I Mm -hmm. think that's my favorite Episode. That was a good one. That was a really good one, man. That Those reveals were nuts. I remember just being like, what? Love it. And then we're going to end it out with our favorite couple. So who who's it going to be? You and Vecna. Me and Vecna. You and Vecna. <laughs> you and Vecna. Yes, I forever. ship it. Even though I want to rule the underworld with him True. and you just want to use him for his body. I mean, um, <laughs> wouldn't you? His Grinch-like body. <laughs> oh, my God. The ultimate body. It's like, what's keeping men from looking like this? And you just point to Jim Carrey and the Grinch, and you're just like, this is it. That's it. (laughs) We all become Christine Brinkley in that movie. Just like his his muscles. (laughs) I mean, he also has tentacles, so, you know. It's really, there's no no downsides. I think I, besides Vecna and and both of us, Vecna and the world, uh, definitely Max and Lucas. Uh, I'm just thinking of like Vecna, like insert fix, and it's just not good. Uh, uh, yes, Lucas and Max are so cute. Like, like I said, they they're so believable to me. All the rest of my favorite couples like don't exist. I like like Eddie and Steve, Nancy and Robin. Like, that's actually who I would care about. I do chemistry. like Nancy and Robin. You know what I mean? Like. 
but I like my, I know Robin's gonna get that little like little Anna Green Gables girlfriend, which oh, made me emotional because I love. But I'm also just like, but Nancy's also right there. I know, and she's she's and she's begging for a man with qualities, and you know why can't it be and a that's woman? That's Robin. <laughs> it's Robin. Robin right. is Cher. Yes. Cher is the rich man. Like let's just do exactly. That. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's what I would want. All my normal ships are usually not canon. So, (laughs) you know, it's one of those things where I'm actually shocked that some canon ships, I'm like, oh, okay, I can see that. So This is cute. I think it's because it's children and I'm like, ah, this is sweet. This is young love. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about... The future, unanswered questions, theories for season five, what we think is going to happen. What do we want? Like, tell me, princess, what's going through your brain? Because after that ending, you know, the barrier between the two worlds is gone. The four gates Mm -hmm. have opened and spread. Hawkins has fell. The upside down has Mm -hmm. now leaked into the real world. So what do we think is going to happen next? I think for the ultimate battle my my one theory that i hope gets to happen is that will will be part of the final battle because he was in the upside down and he finally gets some psychic powers he's not just going to be sad all the time Ooh. like he was the one who was taken first so he's going to be the one to help stop it you know i just i think there's something about will that is going to be so central and well you know that's interesting because so you know how like every season has like been like a D&D villain, like inspired villain. Right. Well, like so in the games, there is a character, like a, a, like a, a monster character who is sort of like the great mother of all evil. Like she's Ooh. like this primordial kind of being. I think she's like a five-headed dragon or some shit like that. It's pretty oh. fun. And I'm just like, I think that they are going to do that same where they're going to make another, there's going to, they're going to be another D&D tie-in <gasps> character that's sort of above all of that stuff. Wait, 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 princess, that's it. That's it. Will's drawing. Will's drawing. Can I show you something? This is amazing. Did you paint this? It, yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Holy shit. Wait, I was like, because listen, listen, listen. When Will showed his drawing, I remember because I took notes because I was so confused. I was like, why is this important? Because there was so much emphasis on Will's (laughs) drawing. But in that drawing... There's there's the whole party and they're fighting a dragon. They're fighting a multi-headed dragon, like a red dragon that has like multiple heads. That's it. That's who they're going to be fighting. For oh my, sure. Okay, okay. Oh my God. I think this is right. I think we just figured it out. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Cause I think I think it's gonna be a version of like whatever this primordial being is, it'll be in the form of of this. They're very bad. So I'm right. just like, I think did we just <laughs> did we just stranger the things? I we, think we stranger the things. I think we did because honestly, that makes sense. This is a D show. You're telling me that there wasn't a dragon yet? You're telling me that they're never gonna fight a dragon? Like in a D show? Of course they're saving it for the end as the final boss. Oh my gosh. I am so pumped. I can't wait for this. Like this is yes. 
Oh, man. Okay. And if you have any theories, thoughts, things that you think are going to happen, things that you want to happen in season five, please tweet us, message us at Netflix Geeked, you know, or you can just tag us on Twitter, Instagram, all of our internet things, because I personally want to hear your thoughts. So, Oh, for sure. Especially tell us about how we totally nailed that. Yeah. The dragon We did that shit. We did that. We did it. Okay, princess, what's your one more thing? All right, my one more thing is that I totally realized that there's one more song that I think Nancy <gasps> would love. Oh. Heart of Glass by Blondie. That's a good one. So shout out to that song, which still hits. Blondie, Debbie Harry, you be doing that shit. Love Amazing. you. My one more thing is they better sell Eddie's necklace. <laughs> Because I think there's a lot of girls that are going to want to wear that shit. And boys. I think there's a lot of people, fans, humans, that are going to want to wear that necklace. So listen, Netflix merchandise humans, make it, okay? I used to wear Will Turner's necklace around my neck like a little bitch. So I know that there's going to be people that want to wear Eddie Munson's necklace. So give it to us. Thank you. You wish that you were Eddie's girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. The Geeked Podcast is hosted by me, Tessa Netting. And me, Princess Weeks. Find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all over the internet at Tessa Netting. And you can find me on YouTube as Princess Weeks and on Twitter at Weeks Princess. Next week, we'll be talking about one of my favorite subjects, video games. Yes, I cannot wait. We're going to talk about Arcane, Cuphead, The Witcher, which I finally watched. So I am living in the best timeline, finally. We love to see growth. (laughs) This is a Netflix Geeked and Spoke Media production. Our executive producers are Keisha TK Dutez, Brigham Mosley, Aaliyah Tavakolian, and Keith Reynolds. Kelly Kolf is our producer. Reyes Mendoza is our associate producer. Delora Patton is our coordinating producer. And special thanks to Carson McCain. You rock. Sound design and engineering by Evan Arnett, who also composed and performed our original theme. To stay updated on all things Geeked, be sure to follow at Netflix Geeked on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And at this point, you should be following the Geeked podcast, but in case you forgot to, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And for those of you who absolutely can't get enough of us, which, you know, come on. You should. You gotta give us a five-star review so that other people can find the podcast and also just so you can tell us that you love us because that's very nice and I love you too. Don't stop till you get enough. Come on. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.